0: Welcome to my podcast from Chaos to Peace with Connie. I am Connie Graf and your host, and I will explore with you how a few minutes a day can keep the chaos away. And with chaos, we're talking about the physical, digital, social, financial, mental, emotional and spiritual clutter that can accumulate in our life and business. In every episode, I want to make you aware how clutter is so much more than you think how it affects your finances, and how clearing your clutter leads to more time, more money, and more peace. Let's go. Well, hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. I am Connie Graf, your host. Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. Today, I welcome Mia Frankel as a guest. Mia is a teacher and healer and helps clients who are just starting out with their business and want to build it the right way, right away. Mia and I, we talk about her, her journey from chaos to peace, clearing the clutter in her life and business, and then how to kiss your business. And with kiss, we're meaning keeping it super simple. How spending a little bit of time now to get ready for later means you will be ready for later now. And everything is a system, so why would your business be any different? Okay, without further ado, let's jump into this conversation with Mia Frankel. Welcome. Yeah, I'm excited. You're a guest on my podcast. How are you today? Oh, Connie,
1: I'm just you know so thrilled to be here, and thank you for the opportunity. The the last time we chatted, um, it was such beautiful conversation. So I'm, you know, looking forward to just going deeper into it.
0: Yeah. That's what I love most about my podcast in a way. I meet all these amazing people, have these great conversations. Often the pre-chat is already really amazing. Right. Yeah. So I do have an international audience. So I always ask first, where in the world are you located? And then also tell us one thing about you that is surprising or quirky or anything um, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about afterwards. Uh,
1: fun um so i am on the west coast of canada you are listeners so on vancouver island which we like to call is just across the pond from the mainland (laughs) the continent (laughs) of north america but from near vancouver canada and one quirky weird thing i love collecting glasses like glassware Mm -hmm. so um and, and made of glass. I have a few plastic or ceramic pieces, but yeah, I, so none of my glasses really um, match and I just like thrift store or sometimes as a restaurant, as a souvenir or um, other places. I just like the shape, the feel, the weight, all of it. I like to collect glasses.
0: Oh, wow, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're the first one that collects glasses. It's okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So you and I, were gonna geek out on clearing clutter <laughs> in our minds and physical spaces and everywhere and anywhere. Um, but you said to me or I read it, I forgot one or the other, you said that this is a process that cleanses us back to our original self. So What do you mean with that when we're clearing the clutter? And as my listeners know, with clutter, I mean so much more than just the physical space. And you say it cleanses us back to our original self. Very interested in that.
1: So I'm, I'm really tapping into the energy of source of our origin of when we came to life in the womb. And the simplicity of that. And so listeners, like I've had a baby and I, you know, tried to be this minimalist mom, simplifying the experience and because our basic needs are our true needs, love, shelter, food, comfort, these sorts of things. Right. And so this is where we come from and if you're not hanging out with people who are 90 years and older start <laughs> go and find them because you will you will experience that same energy from them at the other end and you know we're living in the in the middle of those two spectrums attached to so many things that we didn't need at the beginning and that we won't need at the end Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, just kind of remembering that, and it doesn't mean, you know, go and get rid of everything or, or things like that. We can have joy, but it's, uh, for me, it's a very descriptive and kind of visible way of describing what can otherwise feel daunting or, um, obscure.
0: Mm. Okay, so when when I understand you're right, then it's similar to what I'm saying. Is I always say like clearing clutter is self love, and it's self love because we're making our life easier, we're reducing the stress around us, and everything. So that's basic. I I love it how you say that. That's really beautiful, and also like I so I'm I'm re I'm reading a lot and listening a lot to Michael Singer, who is uh, um into spirituality. And he says, as humans, we actually don't really have needs in a way other than these bodily needs, needs like air, of course, food Mm -hmm. and shelter, you Mm -hmm. know, and anything beyond that is, um, is, is just a need because we're distracted and because we're not connected to source. And that reminds me when you say that it takes us back to our original self. That's what reminds this (laughs) Now I can't speak English. (laughs) That that is what it reminds me of, right? So that we actually don't really need all this stuff. And this is what you're saying. Like we come with nothing or very little. We need very little when we're little. And when we're older, we need very little.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and, uh, like when there's less distraction, there's more clarity. And when there's more clarity, there's more authenticity. And then the things that you do have are far more intentional, be them physical things or emotional or thought processes, belief systems. So then you you really get to know who you are in a basic state. And from there, you can build forward to that. Like, I don't know that my life will change dramatically When I am, you know, making more money than I'm making now, I will just have a bit more freedom than I have now. And that has a great sense of peace to it for me. And that's like the decluttering and, you know, the the making a choice that is bigger than perhaps the instant gratification that you think you're getting in that moment. Mm-hmm. And so the same with the cluttering, like, you know, Christmas is is here now and we're out, we're shopping, we're collecting things. In my home, we do advent calendars and we fill them with little, you know, cute little things. It's not just a chocolate calendar. And so I'm trying to find things that are um, a bit more useful than just an item to be on one of the 25 days type of thing. Right. So. um Finding new ways to connect with the energy around us and thinking, even just starting to think about it is a helpful way to, again, like remove that distraction, remove, I love the word, the stickiness of what we've collected over time Mm -hmm. and just coming back to truer, truer self, deeper self.
0: Yeah, that's the word that I'm thinking constantly when when you're talking deeper, because so many people complain that, oh, there's so much going on and I have no time for this and I have no time for that. And then they're just staying shallow with everything. But you do have some control to get rid of certain things and then can go deeper with the things that you intentionally keep, right? And mm-hmm. like again, we're not just talking about physical stuff, we're talking about thoughts, emotions, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. energy, social environment, right? And yeah. when we're going deeper, then in my eyes, time slows down and we don't feel that time just flies by by us. It's It's almost like because you're going deeper, you're experiencing it more fully. And because of it, you're not, you're not thinking like your life is just flying by you.
1: Yeah. You've slowed things down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're, you're more present, like you're kind of more weighted in your body almost. And, um, you know, I have a teenager in the house and phones are (laughs) a big a big toy these days in mm. generations younger than us and um losing the ability to kind of just sit still and be and and needing this constant stimulation um it distracts you from like what like we've already said like knowing yourself but also from um just the simplicity of of being and being content with that so you're you're kind of feeding the ego and the um like the oxytocins of the adrenaline, um, you know, to get a hit of uh like what we may perceive as happiness, um, but or dopamine, like looking for that dopamine hit, right? Where you can create your own dopamine mm-hmm. in in simplicity and and in reduction. And um, you know, it's it's also, it is ironically instantly gratifying to get rid of stuff. <laughs> You know, like it, in the physical sense right uh clear up space and like my brain constantly running as to how could I rearrange this room how could I create more space how could I make the living room more spacious than it is and my husband and I talk about you know um because we've got two stories just over 600 square foot each and there's four people living there so it can feel a bit tight but Um, It's always like, well, what can we get rid of or what can we reduce in size like we could Mm -hmm. have a smaller house, we could have a smaller bookshelf, we could, you know, make these things smaller to create more space in there and, and I was, and I'm still recovering because like, these things don't have to come to an end. You just increase your awareness as you go. And so I was that woman who chalk or blocked her calendar to the point where then I'd burn out and I'd be canceling or flaking out. Mm -hmm. Like I'm I'm a recovering flake. Okay. (laughs) And I'm still like tempted sometimes, but I've now restructured by making new choice, like you say, to align. Myself more so that I I can enjoy and I can um kind of fully absorb some of you know the lovely pleasures that are available without giving up on my dreams, without giving up on my ambition, um, but not from a pressurized state at all. And that again, the word peace, like that, that really dropped in, relaxed way of living is so wonderful and and I find it is complemented with the physical removal of things you just you know if only we could do that with weight loss <laughs> Let's take 10 pounds off and bring it to the donation bin <laughs>
0: <laughs> <It'd be great. laughs> yes, yeah. No, but what I love about what you're saying is, yes, yes, we can reduce, we can think, what else can we let go of? And at the same time, you're collecting glasses, right? So and I always talk to It's like, I don't have a minimalistic home. It's not about that, right? This would just be, in my eyes, the other extreme of the equation, right? When you're having, having done nothing. Or well, not nothing. But like the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. I know, I know I read about people who have under a hundred items in total, and they don't want to get over a hundred items. And and I, I mean, if they have fun with that, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. fine. But if that becomes your new new rule, then that's probably not very healthy either. Um, so you just said you were the one that. Um, overscheduled yourself and all that. I also read that you were over planning, overdoing and everything. And then one day you figured it out that it doesn't have to be that way. So take us through this process. Mm -hmm. What happened? Because so many people are in your boat, and they always wish they could change. So something changed that you or something Mm -hmm. happened that you changed, let's say like that.
1: So I want to be the voice of not have of of a person who didn't experience like a big life event okay i didn't have something that kind of forced me to make a a hard decision um i think what happened was it was a slow percolating and coming to surrender to the uh giving up the idea that the so-called hustle was the way to achieve what i wanted Mm-hmm. it wasn't and and i realize in hindsight that came from a scarcity mindset where if i'm not going all the time then i'm not going to get what i want and i'll never have the the dream life that i want and it's like whoa dude you're missing the dream life that you have now mm-hmm. because you're so obsessed with the scarcity of chasing the future right and so you create your future one day at a time and um somewhere we're still in 2023 somewhere in 2022 I just got this hit that to make my life work I had to change the approach so that I could enjoy my life like I just said as I was continuing to create it and um, a quote that that may kind of help articulate this by Jim Rohn is to be ambitious and content Mm -hmm. in balance. Mm -hmm. Be ambitious and content and that they don't have to exist without each other. It's not a one or Mm -hmm. the other. Um, And now, like, I still get stressed out, you know, I still overbook sometimes um, because it's a continual practice. But to to set the reality of my life as I have a full-time job, I have a five-year-old, I have a stepdaughter, I have a healthy marriage, I have a healthy social life um, and family relationships. I have a podcast. I have two Facebook groups. I have coaching programs. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, like I, I do a lot and, and I still have a clean house <laughs> and laundry is usually folded once a week and put away, you know? And so, these things have just kind of come into a flow around each other rather than being in competition. And it's, it's like building a fitness, a fitness level. So I love using the example of your first burpee to when you can do even 50 burpees, say
0: mm-hmm.
1: little kind of real. It is realistic to do 50 burpees. It is.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I call it like when when I have my clutter clearing clients, I always say, like, you have to exercise your decluttering muscle first. And it's it's with anything like we can't just like switch over a a lever and all of a sudden we're perfect. And this is what I like about you, too. When you say, well, I still get stressed out. Well, of course, I mean, you would be very weird person. If or like a mum. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's more about. I think and I'm on the same journey Like it's more about are we aware of it that we're becoming stressed out and then how long does it take until we're getting back to where we were or back to our intention, maybe not to where we were before, because we want to make progress, but just back to our intention, how we want to handle it and I love how you say like you have all these things in your life now because I wanted, including. your coaching programs, your Facebook group, you have a podcast too. And as I, as you know, I have a podcast, otherwise you wouldn't be here, but a podcast is a lot of work. I mean, it it kind of like a lot of work is always relative too. but I mean, it is work. It's not, it doesn't just rain from, from the sky. So, talk talk us through this were you when you were all stressed and everything did you have all these things already or or did you even have less like i know of yeah. people that had less and were stressed yeah. and That's now great. have more and are less stressed so yeah, yeah, I, love yeah. I love it i love it i figured
1: <laughs> Yes, yeah. absolutely connie and it blows my mind because Um, like I find myself saying the kind of the ironic like make you want to gag thing of I'm doing I'm busier than ever and I'm more relaxed than ever you know (laughs) and it sounds so like girl please (laughs) like what bs are you selling (laughs)
0: right yeah but
1: the energy is completely shifted again that scarcity energy of chasing Mm -hmm. versus that that balanced energy of being able to move the pieces intentionally and not without like a little bit of frenetic energy. I have a tendency to get um, hyper and move into that survival energy,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but um, by letting go (laughs) of control <laughs> and moving into just flow like you guys I'm Capricorn type a like oh my gosh everything on a list they make a list and the first thing on it is make a list so I can check it off right like that's my <laughs> dopamine <hit> right there <laughs> like I'm having gone to folding underwear and socks which now just feels pointless I just stuff them in the drawer and that's crazy to me because I, I never You know, I wanted things so neat and tidy, but when I'm 98, it's really not going to matter. And so a few little shifts to smooth out how things go have allowed me to hold more, you know, to just hold more in it. And um, I was totally, I had like very few clients. I was working as an online business manager um, and while on mat leave and, you know, just trying to really hammer things out. But it's a very busy job in that role, um, working right beside the CEO and helping them manage all the things. And, and so then I was stressed out cause I had this external pressure too, and these other kinds of responsibilities and personalities to hold. And, um, it's just like, how much longer can I sustain this, you know, like how much longer can I really do this? And then just by spending some time getting to know myself a bit more, and yeah, the, the irony of slow down to speed up is a real thing. Mm. You know, it is a real thing, but it's it's now knowing my limits and pacing myself. I'm young, like I'm just 42 next month. I'm still very young. I have a lot of time and I want to enjoy that time and, you know, just um, do do a lot of things but not all at once. And so I think one of my sayings is there's time for everything, but not at the same time. Mm
0: -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. And that's how you declutter time for everything, but not at the same time. Like, you know, you're not putting your kid to bed while cooking supper, while folding laundry, you know, or like mucking stalls while cooking supper, while walking the (laughs) jog.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just like when people are in this craziness, or I often call it frenzy, they really can't see how, how Mm. slowing down helps you speed up. But it's the same like the I think it's the Zen monks or some meditation gurus, they always say, like, if you feel like you have no time to meditate for 15 minutes, you need to meditate for an hour, (laughs) or something Mm. along that line, that saying goes, I probably butchered it completely. No, yeah,
1: that's pretty spot on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so now you touched on it already a bit. So you're now um, having a coaching practice next to your busy life you have otherwise already. And I know you help. And I read that on your website, you help others create a business with intention and ease. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: you, you use a lot of the word kiss, which you say yeah. is keep it super simple. I always, I, I use the word kiss too. I, I think originally it was ki- um, keep it simple, stupid. And I thought that was silly. So I always <laughs> said, keep it simple, sister, but yeah, you keep it simple or keep it super simple. So that's awesome. So tell us a bit about the super simple <clears throat> intentional business.
1: <laughs> so there's a, I'm a teacher and a healer right? At the end of the day. So call it a coach, whatever label. But to me, it's a teacher and a healer. So it's part of, um, you know, caring for your heart and doing meeting somebody at that place for them. um, Because we're all different. We all kind of need our own little systems that are going to work for us. And the other part of it is running. So cliche. it sounds so cheesy, like I could have written commercial jingles, I swear, but (laughs) running, you run your business so that it doesn't run you. Mm -hmm. And I was getting run over by my business. So as a result of that, like I, you know, I, I recreated, especially for the new female business owner, when you're, you're brand new out there and the wolves are lurking, just ready to pounce and like get their clutches in you and say, you need this and you need this and you got to do that. All this noise coming at you. At the end of the day, all we're doing is gaining confidence in ourselves, which is the self-love and authenticity right, which is part of our greater healing journey. And the business is a great playground to practice that on because it really tests your ego and your sense of worth, right? Because you make it so much about you.
0: <laughs> At least I did. I <laughs>
1: think others. we
0: all start out that way, yeah. <laughs> the
1: others, right? So we want to come in and declutter and stay true to the vision in our heart and what I've found based on the clients that I've worked with is business is really simple. You're creating something, then you're selling it, then you're serving or delivering on it. And then you're repeating.
0: Hmm.
1: And you're just doing these four steps. It's like a a high intensity interval training boot camp, right? You're just Hmm. doing these four steps over and over and you, you want to intentionally get better at them. And when you can find your rhythm in that at the beginning, like that, That blank canvas, that new entrepreneur to me is just so delicious and so underserved because a lot of online coaches are are wanting certain revenue levels or promising, you know, 10K days. Maybe you're not ready for that yet. You know, you just want to get started. So we simplify all of the, the influences out there and you create your own path. You start leading yourself from day one with intention um, and, you know, just like, there's no reason that you need to grow to a business to a point where you have like 50 team members, you can do it with a small team of even, I mean, maybe even five, you know, like, you don't have to become a global empire to have a, a high grossing business. Yeah. And all, it's like, it's all this line of decluttering, all of this, you know, just start where you are and kind of keep it that way. So then you can add, you can expand from it without getting more complicated.
0: Yeah, that's what everybody thinks they need a huge team. And that alone sounds overwhelming. I know of several solopreneurs who Mm -hmm. are up to 300,000 in revenue per year, and they don't even have a assistant because they have good systems. But and you talk a lot about systems, too, but I don't know how, um, how it is for you. But when I talk about systems and processes, people start rolling their eyes or. <laughs> and, I, and I read a funny, a funny sentence on your website. Everything is a system. Why should your business be any different? And it's so true, right? Thank you. you know, but, but, but most people roll their eyes, especially the, the new ones, because they come out of their job and thinking, finally, I got rid of all this these rules and systems and can just do whatever I want to do. But I always say, like, have you noticed that if you have the whole day in front of you that you're actually not doing anything because you have no system and no structure in place? So tell us a little bit about that, your systems and your structures.
1: Okay, so remember type A high control yeah, exactly
0: that's why the first on
1: Capricorn <laughs> man. My one of my girlfriends who's been in my life for 30 years and counting, um, she loves to tease me still from 30 years ago, where like you do not deviate from the plan, or Mia will lose her poop. <laughs> right. And there's there's elements of that, that are still true. Mm-hmm. But you know, um it's it's easy to do what needs to do if you know what to do <laughs> so not to word salad it but if you're creating we're gonna go basics create sell serve repeat so creating what where are you put it what is your offer how what does it look like is it an orange is it french fries is it a pair of socks and how do i buy it right so in the online world a landing page that's descriptive with a a pay now button and um, preferably some follow-on emails. That is a system that is a very simple system that can be created if you sit down for a couple of hours and put it together. Now you have a very tangible product that you've also set up as an assistant because it is sending extra emails after purchase to check in with that client, Mm -hmm. whatever the product is, whatever the arrangements are. So does that make life easier, right? Does that make it more repetitive? Does that help you reach more people and you can sell more than one of them at once if you have this easy system in place? Then the selling is just having an idea around what you have to offer and clearly articulating it to the result that it provides, right? And that is your selling, your marketing system. The ins and outs of that, I mean, we could get lost for days, but that could be as simple as showing up on social media, speaking to that result and making the offer or networking or, you know, the list goes on. But Mm -hmm. the, the core of it is telling people about it. Not really how, but the what, what are you telling And then you can apply it in a variety of ways without overcomplicating it. And then the serving, the serving of it, right? Is this a digital product that is delivered or do they need to schedule one-on-one time? Is it an in-person? Is it a physical product that needs to be shipped to them? How are you going to get your business in a system to make that part of it easier for you, Mm. right? And then we're repeating. How did that work? How did that flow? Where was there a glitch or a gap Or, you know, what do I want to add on? How did those emails work? And we go back and go through it again. Mm -hmm. I mean, Connie, when you get home from the grocery store, do you know where you're going to put your ice cream?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I don't buy ice cream, but that's fine. (laughs) I'm the one person. (laughs) Your milk? (laughs) Uh, I don't drink milk either. You're lost with me. But I eat chocolate. (laughs)
1: you know, we have, we have like, we have these things in place. I'm going to assume that most of us have an underwear drawer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume that most of us have a a room with the bed and modern plumbing. The bathroom is the bathroom for those needs, right? Mm -hmm. So we build these pillars in our business. How much easier is it going to be to log in and see these different areas for you to manage versus being on the hamster wheel of of blending them or you know not knowing what they are individually not knowing how they're threaded together as a collective that sort of thing
0: i love it really mia because like you just said a lot of coaches or even programs they they are much more sophisticated they go like much crazier and it's it's often too much for people that are just starting out like like you just said and the other thing is also a lot of people think really systems and structure are constraining them and 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 putting them in a box and they don't want to be so boxed in but what they're not understanding is that this actually liberates you (laughs) this actually Mm -hmm. gives you more freedom it gives you more time it gives you Mm -hmm. makes your life easier it's it's the other um a counterintuitive thing like we just said with the slowing down you can speed up the more you have these systems in place and you're working on it over time that they become like f- f- you use the word flow a lot they just become automatic right the, the more it frees up your energy your mental energy your time and everything it's um yeah, so I love I love you. Love your your version. You just say it different, but you basically say the same thing that I do.
1: Yeah, right? Which is why we get along so good. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. But but also I love that you say it different because some people need to hear it the way you say it and other people need to hear it the way I say it or some people may need to hear both of us until until they're understanding it. And and that has nothing to do with intelligence. It's just because it's often counterintuitive. It it literally is. Um I, I also wanna touch on something else because um you I found something else on your website, the movement of collaboratrunner. I can't even pronounce it. Collaborpreneurs. Perfect. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing, is too, is like oftentimes and when I started and I'm I age myself because I started in my business in 1998. <laughs> Some people were not You're even brave. born that that are listening to my podcast. So yeah, it's a long time ago. And, and it was kind of lonely in a way, because we didn't have social media, we didn't have the internet, you couldn't just connect with people like this. But what I love about now is nobody really has to do that alone anymore. So t- tell me a little bit about your mm-hmm. movement of collaborapreneurs
1: I can yeah, yeah. collaborpreneur, you're saying it perfect. So I made up the word as far as I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I've never read it. I read all kinds of preneur's word, but not that one.
1: It, it, it's um, part laboratory, part collaboration, part bra for women, whether you like them or not. I, I love taking mine off at the end of the day, but it just plays into the feminine energy. Um, And it's has to do with creating... Support and creating um, abundance. It's operating in abundance. So uh, one of my favorite quotes, and I, I can't reference it because it was just a, a very beautiful meme that I found on the internet, says, "You can't compete with me. I want us all to win. Mm-hmm. You can't compete with me. I want us all to win. And so in the collaborpreneur, the idea here is we're building our businesses for ourselves, but we're doing it together. You know, so Connie has people in her audience who are looking for me. I have people in my audience who are looking for Connie. And removing myself from the equation means demoting my ego and allowing the service to be the service and to help everybody get to where they're going by drawing resources together Mm -hmm. and by offering more than just me. I am not the KFC secret sauce, one and only possible way for someone to evolve and grow a successful business. I am one of many and I am, you know, grounded in my worth and in my confidence and in my skills that I can share the stage. And I want to share the stage and more so. I want to put others on that stage because what is the point? Otherwise, who am I as a healer and a teacher, if I'm doing it all for me, Look Mm -hmm. at me, think me, you know, it's ridiculous. And what I find too is it's such an incredibly different magic that comes out when we're co-creating, when we are uh, exchanging with each other. It's very activating for me. I could not talk like this for an hour by myself.
0: Yeah, no, Uh, try doing a solo episode, talking to (laughs) the computer screen. Mm hmm Yeah,
1: I need that other person to really help lead and engage and interact with. And so, in the collaborative partnership that's what we're doing. And so, um, I have an idea out right now, which is it's just a landing page off my website, but it's the powerful directory where I'm inviting women to come in with like their their photo, their bio, and a link to a freebie or a current offer. But then we can all email out to our email lists and help pass each other around, just pass each other around the spaces Mm -hmm. and the Internet um, so that it's not just me trying one of me to go to the masses. It's a bunch of us going to even like the small ponds that we have. So um, I'll hand it back to you, but I just want to take that deeper into a fable called Stone Soup. And in Stone Soup, um, a, a traveling person comes to town and is asking if they can do entertainment in exchange for food or shelter. And everybody is turning them down. And then they find a stone and get an idea and start asking the town if somebody has a large soup pot. Oh, I have one. Well, let me borrow it. What are you doing? I'm making soup. And so then they fill it with water and put the stone in. Now he's cooking. And somebody comes over, what are you doing? Oh, I'm making soup, but it needs a little pepper. I have a little pepper, put it in. And everybody starts contributing the little bits that they have. And what do they end up with?
0: Yeah, beautiful soup.
1: Beautiful (laughs) soup that they all eat, that they could not have produced on their own, Mm -hmm. right? And so then, like you said, that community of having somebody brainstorm, troubleshoot, figure out, get creative inspiration with, and... Leverage each other because Facebook, Instagram is noisy. Mm -hmm. So, what I don't want, I don't want to burden myself with the amount of so called work it would take to be seen on top of everybody else out there. Mm. Right. So, I want to find other ways to get myself around, to get myself Mm -hmm. visible that isn't all on my shoulders. And if I'm doing that, who else wants to play along, man? Why can't we do it together?
0: Mm. Yeah, I love it. And and you know, I do believe truly that this is where the world is heading. Um, so I'm very much into astrology. And when, when you know a little bit about, about astrology, and I think you don't even need to know about astrology, there's so much talk out there, how we are at the brink of transitioning mm-hmm. into a different world. It has mm-hmm. a lot to do, um, or you can explain it why with astrology. And I do believe, we're going, we're coming away from this hierarchy and one is on the top, it is the guru or the, the um, heroine or the hero or whatever. And we're all looking up and doing what they're saying. We're coming to everybody is at the same level. And what you just were describing with this stone soup, which reminds me, I heard this um, story once before a long time ago, because when you said stone soup, I'm thought, I heard about that stone soup, but I don't remember the, the the story anymore. And so I totally believe we're getting there. And I love that you created this word and um, and that you created this community because again, we don't need to do it alone, and we don't have to be competition. And and we're. We're so much better off. The whole world would be so much better off. We probably wouldn't have people starving and people without shelter if we would just stop doing the competition uh, stuff.
1: Yeah. And I mean, as a business owner and as a new business owner, it is lonely and scary. So you are vulnerable. And insecure at the beginning. And so where better to be than with others who will celebrate with you and who will help you create what's on your heart and help bring clarity to you um, so that you're you're working on your business with others. And it's it it doesn't cost. Right. So in right now, my Facebook group, uh, I'm blowing it open for 2024. Like, let's everybody just get in here because it's the behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. You can take your guard down. You can, pardon me, but I'm like immature sometimes. You can fart (laughs) in the collaboratory, (laughs) you know. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be polished. You can, it's safe space to breathe and to like talk about what's really going on versus the, the show that we sometimes see on Facebook. And that's the healing piece where... Um, it just, again, declutters and brings ease to the whole journey and um, can help you drop in, can help you relax and build that safety and, mm. and the result.
0: Yeah. And since we're at that topic, so talk a little bit. How can people find this uh, Facebook group? How can people find your website? Where should they go if they wanted to be part of this collaborator movement?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um so on facebook it's um powerful inc so p-o-w-h-e-r-f-u-l-l-i-n-c um or mia frankel but like the the url is uh powerful inc and the facebook group is facebook.com slash um powerful startups mm-hmm. so i left the url um on an earlier rendition of it and it should be a public group now so you can search for that or just come find me on facebook mia frankel yeah. and um, look in the show
0: notes. I will for sure. In put the show notes, in the show sure. notes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and
1: and come on in because this a lot of these women I met as a result of my podcast, and it it created this. Um, environment for us to do exactly what I've talked about and like what's fun for me we have coffee I give homework I give you know journaling I, uh, I come up with little challenges so we're in there to work we're in there to be accountable and we're in there to have fun you know like there's yeah I like to do like Dancing, coffee. I usually start with a song, so we do like a, a little shake your booty before we get mm-hmm. chatting away and just connect and and really genuine and heartfelt. And um you know, I'm I'm a little protective over it, but the world needs it, and you, we all need to be in there. So uh, it's no longer mine; it belongs to all of us.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you let it loose. <laughs> let it loose, baby. Let it loose. <laughs> This is really beautiful. I could talk with you forever, but we want to be a bit mindful of well of your time my time the audience's time so before we wrap up, did you wanna say any last words or did I not ask something that you really feel like from your heart that has to come out or you know, any, Connie, any, any last words
1: <laughs> it's it's such a beautiful conversation um and I like I love how aligned we are and It's it's a great opportunity to just remind people of you know their finding their true purpose and allowing themselves to pursue it and knowing that they don't have to do it alone because we want to engage with each other you know we want to to be there and to witness that it's a beautiful thing when you see somebody start to really shine and gain that momentum so um you know if you're feeling isolated well sister it's because you chose that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so knock it off (laughs) you don't have to be a hero (laughs)
0: I love it. Show them some tough love. So thanks so much for your time, Mia, and for your wisdom and the last words. So my audience, if you want to be in there, get your butt in. Get
1: your butt in there. Doors open.
0: Thanks so much, Mia. Thank
1: you.